The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's, Fisherman's Warehouse, Warehouse Megastores Mega in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, November 18th, and it's wet outside. Well, it's not wet everywhere, but it is here in Sacramento right now. Driving in from Vacaville, it was pouring like a storm, like a well, a cow leaking onto a flat rock is a way we kind of put it back in Arkansas when I was a kid, but it's coming down pretty good. I was talking to J.D. Ritchie just a few minutes ago while texting back and forth. He's getting ready to hit the water at Pyramid, saying it's nice and calm and no wind. He's going out for a great day. I said, hang on to your shorts, buddy, because it's coming. It's going to be there within an hour or two, and uh, it'll rock that water on Pyramid Lake. A lot of guys were planning on being out this weekend, but we got some rain, and boy, is it well-needed, well-deserved. California's still getting a little dry out here, but we've got plenty of water in the reservoirs, plenty of water coming down right now, but it looks like you're going to have about two weeks of nice, clear, decent weather right after this. So hang on. There'll be a whole lot more coming. We're going to hook up live with James Smith in just a minute. And he'll be telling us everything going on in the salt. Steve Huber is going to hook up with us from Crescent City. We'll be talking about crabs up there. And if somebody could get the line number two, we could answer the phone. And J.D. Ritchie will be joining us. He's at Pyramid. We'll see if he's hitting the water by the time we get to him or if he's going to take it easy there in the morning. Lila Pinta from Bucks Outboard is going to be hooking up with us. He's got great stuff going on down there. And you need to know with this colder weather coming in what you need to do for your boat if you're going to park it, put it away, store it in the garage, or whatever you're going to do with it. Scott Artis, the executive director of the Golden State Salmon Association, has got some news you need to hear. And Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing is going to be Sitting live on the couch today talking to you about sturgeon in the Delta. He's already checked in with me, and he and his clients made a smart decision this morning because the wind was blowing in Vacaville early. James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen Association, hooks up with us to brag about a great dinner they had last week and find out what the status is on sturgeon, salmon, and everything else. So many issues going on. We can't cover it all, but we're going to cover what we can in our segment, and we'll have him on again to cover even more down the line. The man himself from the International Sportsman's Expo, John Kirk, the director of communications, hooks up with us today to tell you all about the big show coming to Sacramento's Cal Expo, January 18th to 21st. We've got all the info and all the new exciting stuff that's going to be taking place to share with you. And Robert Muller is going to be live on Eagle Lake. We'll see about that. It looks like it's pretty clear up there. We'll find out when we check in live with him on Eagle Lake this morning. And Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us for sure. Along with Steve Huber, who just checked in. He's ready to go, too. There's a lot going on. Let's go live on the water to the California Dawn. And let's climb on board with one of the best in the West, Captain James Smith of the California California Dawn 1 and 2. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, tell us about it. It looks like it's going to be a nice, calm day out 30 miles out. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I know. All the, all the Bay guys canceled out their sturgeon trips today. I was kind of laughing at that thread, like, oh, well, I'm going. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty bouncy. I just passed the bridge here. This is not the day to bring your private boat out. And I'm on a battleship, and we are getting our butts kicked 
going out the middle. Um, I'm being hopeful once I get some daylight that we'll actually uh, get a good look. And see did you hear that, Seth? <laughs> did, did, which part? Did, did you hear that? that? Yeah, I, I've been in that uh, in that wheelhouse with James. I know what that that noise just was. Oh, and I didn't pay any attention to it. What was that the noise? Kaposh. Oh, that, that that's would, what that was. That would be the waves kicking their butt. That's what that is, buddy. James, with that with that big old catamaran system you got there, it doesn't shook and slam the bottom anymore. It's kind of a nice step down into the water, isn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, going into it, the cats aren't, you know, that's just not the favorite thing for a cat. Um, you know, going you know, at an angle, you could go through just about anything. Yeah. Going straight into it, they're not—they're not—they're not user friendly. Going straight into are it. You gonna, so. Are you going to hang to the coast, or are you going to stick your head out around the point? Oh no, we're going to go out the middle, so I have a good angle on uh, getting to my crab gear. We got to—we got to lay the crab gear out with the south wind. So uh, we're going to again just kind of idle our way out here, out the shipping lane. And then uh, lay our buoys up to the south, so it makes it for a good pulling angle. Well, I've been watching a lot of videos you've been posting on Instagram and everything with the crab pots coming up, and it's, I'll tell you, it's really exciting watching them come up so full and nice size and a good variety of sizes too out there, making uh, looking promising for future years. What's the experience been like this week? How's it been out there? And what have guys been able to do this week with the wind and the uh, storms kind of cruising in our way? Well, you know. We've been making it out. I made it out the last couple of days. It didn't look that great on the report, but we actually found pretty decent weather the last two days. Um, a little bumpy on the outside, but once we did our rockfish drifts, we came in, we found nice, nice, comfortable weather. So, uh, you know, this time of year, you almost got to just go out and uh, poke your nose out on these bigger boats just to see how bad it is. And I know how people want their holiday crab, but this trip means a lot to them. So they've circled the days. They've taken days off of work. So we're going to do our absolute best to get out on the grounds. But, hey, let me tell you, the fishing, oh, my God, lights out. The fish love south wind. The last two days, uh, fish uh, three days, one drift, one drift for uh, 300 fish another drift for 330 another fish for drift for 270 and i'm, read, I'm reading your back end by 11 30 on some of these days well we've been finished by 11 30 uh, yesterday we got fuel and uh we could have been in by 12 30 but we had to make a 30 minute fuel stop but i mean just lights out fishing as fast as you could drop your line in you got a single or a double and the crab hoops, we, we've actually cut the number of hoops down that we're using because we've been getting limits so fast on the hoops. It's kind of mind-blowing. You know, we started doing this three years ago, and I remember pulling 180 hoops for 30 limits. Um, yesterday or the day before, we pulled 32 <laughs> for 30 limits. So that just gives you an idea how the volume's grown here. They and, look a little also, big. They look a little bigger than average on the videos too. They look like they're really nice ones. There's a couple of monsters. Yeah, uh, Denise Liu, Alan Fong's uh, producer, yeah. is holding up a couple of them. I swear, are bigger than she is. Yeah, they might drag you back in the tank. There's some monsters. There's some yeah. definite monsters that are cruising around out there. But I'm also glad to see there's a lot of smalls running around out there too. That uh, tells us even more about what may be happening next year too. Yeah, big crab this year, though. Gosh, gorgeous Jay, crab. Your videos yeah. that you were putting together, that GoPro going down to the bottom with sound, with lighting and everything, shows what the how active the floor is and how fast they move right into those traps, too. 
Yeah, very cool hoops, uh, hoops. putting the GoPros on there. Yeah, they're very cool seeing that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna set a couple hoops down this week with uh, better weather. We rigged them up with uh, with basically what we equivalent to stadium lights and uh, and camera systems. So I'm gonna get some really neat videos. But if you go on the website and check out the videos, and they are really cool, and you can hear all the sounds that are are down there. It's uh, Pretty interesting stuff. Well, I was really surprised, and I told you about this the first time I listened to it, that the nonstop whale talking going on out there. Those guys really do a lot of communicating. And down there with that microphone down, what, two, 300 feet or so, it's really, wherever, however deep you were, it really picks up that sound. Those sounds really transmit through the ocean for probably hundreds of miles, don't you think? Oh, yeah. And uh, you figure it out. I mean, it. Sound travels through water better than it travels through air. So, yeah, we are hearing those whales talk. And, you know, when I set that one hoop down, they were miles away. I'd seen a pod miles away from that hoop, and you could hear them clear as day. So pretty interesting how the sounds travel. But a very worthwhile video to check out. You can kind of hear what's going on. You can see other fish cruising around the area. You know, you see all the life down there. I mean, the bottom is just crawling with life it's pretty incredible to watch where can they see that i know it's on instagram but can they go right to your site and check it all out yeah so i got that video up on uh californiadon.com and also uh if you go to the ig page california dawn sport fishing you can see that video in fact i released a time lapse video last night also of a couple hours soak and you can see the uh, crabs crawling around at, at high speed it's pretty interesting Hey, anglers, if you want to have some crab for the holiday season, it's coming up right now. You got Thanksgiving right around the corner. You got Christmas coming. You need to book your trips and get out there because there's going to be limited opportunities to get on board with weather starting to come in in the next few weeks. But you got a great two-week period right now. No excuses. Get out there, get on the water, and get what you're looking for. James, give them all the hookup info so they can do exactly that. Sure. The number here, 510 510- 417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Instagram and uh, Facebook, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. James, have a great day on the water. I know you and your clients are coming back with a ton of crabs, and uh, I'll see you soon. You know what I mean. You take care, partner, and thanks for the update. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn, one of the good guys out there. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to hook you up with another one of the good guys heading up to Crescent City or Brookings, wherever the heck he is today. And we're climbing on board with Steve Huber, or we're going to sit on the couch with him, depending on the weather. And it looked like lots of rain up his way today. We'll be right back after this quick break. Ready to share in the excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Don 
on boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics, sonar, and safety equipment. Heated cabins, comfortable seating, full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the Caldon 1 and 2 the, the most comfortable fishing charters available. Seasonally fishing halibut, stripers, sturgeon, shark, salmon, rock and lingcod, and of course, crab. There are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna, albacore, white sea bass, and other exotics coming within reach. And the captain will announce any planned trips for those species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron to Pratt Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats, the offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And God Fishing Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at God Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, there's lots going on up and down the coast. As I mentioned earlier, before I uh, crawled out of the sack this morning, I turned on my iPad and took a look at the weather coming in. And it was... This, uh, this guy's still between the covers. Don't let him kid you. Well, we're going to find He's out right now. He's not fishing, Seth. He's smarter up. than that. Uh, yeah, I know he's, he's smarter, smarter than, that, than that, but he might have a little bit different weather with that window coming through up there. Let's go up north right now. Let's go up to Crescent City, California and hook up with the man himself, Steve Huber, with Steve Huber's Guide Service. And let's find out if he's out on the water this morning or relaxing on the couch. Good morning, Captain. Yeah, oh, please. We're going fishing. You was bulletproof, Seth. Bulletproof. You bite the sissies. He might be a bass fisherman after all, Seth. Golly, dude. You get out on that yeah. salt, you get a little crazy. You must have gone after tuna in the last week or so or something to get that aggressive. Well, you know, actually, two days ago, they were actually jumping uh, outside the Klamath. Yeah, and um, 
200 fathoms. So the commercial guys saw them out there working. So they have not gone away yet. But, no, we're on crab right now until the, we get some more rain and the river comes back up. And then we'll jump back over to the Checo and your, uh, catch some more. What's catch your weather like up there, Steve? I know you had some little bit of rain up there earlier in the week. But this looks like it's stretching up your way and going to give you some rain later on. Yeah, we got a little bit coming in, then we got a break for about five hours today, and then it's gonna it's gonna unload. But we'll be in and out of the crab in about two hours, and uh, back to the dock and process crab and get ready for uh, hopefully enough rain to get back on the surf boat and see what's happening with the loss of the salmon on the checko, and then uh, start of steelhead season. So um, it's the uh, exciting time good time well we were talking about the smith and the checko now the smith is closed for king salmon fishing now yeah it's correct it won't open until uh steelhead season and they're predicting somewhere around the end of the month of december um december 1st actually starts steelhead season that's when um you're gonna have to up in oregon have the enhancement stamp for for steelhead and uh with all the king salmon that have come up both rivers, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty exciting deal. Well, the nice thing where Steve's located in Crescent City is he's real close to Brookings also, and he's set up in business in both areas up there, so he can also get you out into the king salmon <clears throat> action in the rivers. The Checo is going to start producing pretty good, obviously, and the, the Smith and the Checo both put out just mega kings, and I forgot what some of the big ones were, but they were in the high 40s, weren't they? Yeah, actually, you know, this this season already we've seen one at scales on the Checo at 47, a uh, bunch of 40s. Our biggest one was 39 this year. Um, so it was pretty exciting. That last week was uh, phenomenal. It was it was like the old days, and um, everybody had a fish. You didn't have to be the first. You didn't have to be the last. You just had to be out in the water fishing, and so – Exciting to see. We got our uh, broad stock program. Uh, they net the fish. They take the salmon to the Elk River hatchery, and they'll raise the salmon there and then bring them back. But they got their limit in three days of netting. That's how many fish came into the system. And so, but no ocean and, you know, and a lot of food out there. Um, the salmon got big and they got strong and, Pretty exciting. Pretty I, neat to see. The, pretty ex- exciting to see the old days when you can actually never know if it's going to be, you know, twelve pounds or it can be fifty pounds. And I haven't seen a fifty yet, but seen a lot of good forties. Steve, I know you to be a darn good steelhead fisherman. You did a lot of that over on the Klamath, the Trinity area for a long time. Why aren't you up there working over those steelhead all the time when you have that opportunity on the Smith or Checo? Yeah, we do. I mean, we spend a good part of our season. We'll start usually, in, like I said, in December, and then we get some rains in there, and I'll fish all the way to the end of March, which is, you know, hard for people to believe. But the end of March, the whole month of March is better weather, more fish. Um, you don't have to worry about the weather coming in. But, you know, being up on the coast up here, you know, we get some big rains, and, you know, the Smith will be the first one to clear amazing how fast it can clear. Checo takes a couple extra days, and the elk and the sixes take a few more days after that. So, But we do spend, you know, a good five months steelhead fishing and then switch gears again and go back to Springers up on the Rogue. So 
It's a never-ending battle, but someone's got to do it. Yeah, well, at least you've got the fisheries all around you. You can drip into Oregon if you want. You can drop down to California and fish everything that's available in both of the states out there. So, folks, if you're looking for a little bit more variety, get a hold of Steve. Find out what he's got up there for you. Right now, he's pushing crab hot and heavy because everybody wants to go. But he'll set you up with a trip of a lifetime. Steve, give them all the hookup information they need and the website so they can find out exactly where you go, the kind of fishing you experience, and maybe book a trip with you at the same time. Great. You can reach me at toll-free 866-531-FISH. Check us out on the web at stevehubersguideservice.com or crescentcityfishing.com. We'll explain what's going on and what's opening up. Uh, We're going to push crab till the 26th, and then we got to pull our pots and go back to rings. Uh, looks like the commercials are going to be down for a little bit. We've got the whales um, sitting offshore. We're seeing them out in the outskirts area. Um, so um, it's going to give us a little bit of opportunity to stay breakfast. And we're in close. Um, we're about 10, 15 minutes out from the harbor and right onto the ground. So Perfect. pretty Pretty nice. Pretty nice to get in and out in two hours and have all your crabs. That's, so. that's a fact. Give them the phone number. 866-531-FISH. Yeah, we keep it simple for fishermen. 866-531-FISH. Keeping it simple. Steve Huber's Guide Service. Don't miss the opportunities that he's got up there, folks. It's a golden opportunity. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us, and we're going to talk to you again real soon about Quillback and a whole lot of other stuff. You take care, my friend, and have, have a great day on the water. Have a great show, guys. I'll show you some pitcher crab in a bit. Thank you. Appreciate it. And then we'll get it posted <laughs> up right here. Appreciate it. Take care, my friend. He called us sissies. Well, well. He's been called a sissy since the last time I talked to Rick Kennedy. Well, see, I was wearing <laughs> I was wearing a raincoat this morning, rain gear, right? long sleeve shirt, and I wore socks for a change. That you doesn't happen that often. I'm a candy. Yeah. I'm a candy. No, no I get question it. About it. I get it. Hey, speaking of bulletproof, this guy goes out on the water at this lake. He's bulletproof for sure. Let's hook up with the man himself, Captain J.D. Ritchie, joins us live from Pyramid Lake, hopefully sitting in his boat, but more likely reclining on his couch. Let's check in and find out. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, fellas. It's actually uh, pretty nice right now. I'm looking out the window. and Go to the Weather uh, Channel. Go to the Weather Channel. Push on radar. uh, yeah, well, I, I did that, and we already canceled for tomorrow, but um, today I think we're going to be able to sneak it in. It's only staying eight knots, so that usually means 30 here. So Yeah, just that just means know. five, six-foot white caps. That's nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. you know, if a, for world-class cutthroat trout fishing, I think anybody can handle a little bit of rain. You have a big, beautiful, covered, heated boat. There's more room inside than there is outside on your boat. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, with the heater, it's nice and comfy in there. And uh, so we'll be fine. The uh, The fishing's been pretty good, not wide open by any means. But, you know, like t- yesterday we caught, mm, I'd say a dozen fish and only two of them were under 10 pounds. So that, that kind of gives you the idea of the quality. The biggest yesterday was. And that's 14. a mediocre day of fishing, 14 yeah, pounds, um, most of them uh, over 10. Yeah. How many people out there have caught cutthroat trout over 10 pounds in your life? Eh, not many, but you yeah. can. And that's why we're talking about this lake. This is. There's a place up in the Northwest Territories, way up in Canada, called the Trees. And they've got brook trout and stuff up there that are at Dolly Varden that are amazing sizes, 20, 30 pounders and stuff. This is the same kind of situation where 
the hatchery, the Indian tribe out there, the Paiute Indian tribe, they have done a phenomenal job of recovering this fishery, which 40 years ago used to be 19-inch fish. And look what they've got in there now. There's 30 and 40 pounders swimming around in that lake, aren't there? Yeah, well, there's a 31 caught uh, about three weeks ago, so there you go. <laughs> well, I hope that sucker's still swimming around in that lake. I think he let it go, yeah. So, yeah, that's the that's the cool thing. It's kind of like the Kenai River sort of deal where any any next bite you get could be the one. So that's that's always always exciting and uh, keeps you keeps you on your toes. Well, folks, if you need an opportunity to shake out some of the cobwebs, I would definitely plan a trip over there with J.D. Ritchie on Pyramid. The big boat, the heating system, everything is there for you. Total comfort while you're out there, not to mention breakfast at the gas pumps right before you take off in the morning at the tackle shop. So it's a good setup up there. J.D., I want to go back to uh, Taylor Creek. I saw you did a follow-up video on that. Water was running again after the tragic dewatering of the kokanee return on Taylor Creek. Uh, give us a real quick update on what's going on now. Well, the, there's some water flow, and we had some rain, and they also, after they did their dam maintenance, started letting some water out again, but not to the level it was prior. So just a gazillion reds high and dry. There still are some fish in there spawning, so it's not, I suppose, a complete and total loss. But, again, just crickets from all the agencies. No one seems to <laughs> want to say anything or or, you know, make us feel better. And I, I think about Department of Fish and Wildlife, I mean, their their approval rating isn't exactly sky high right now, and they've been just completely silent. You'd think they'd come out and at least make a statement. And, you know, this will never happen again. We'll make sure or something. But it's it's been, been crickets. And still remains crickets after we talked about crickets last week, you know. And then there's more to the story, too. I guess Independence uh, Lake also had some water cutbacks uh, going into Truckee, which would have screwed up the Truckee egg collection. However, I do understand that over a million eggs have been collected for the kokanee this year, which isn't enough. There's no doubt about that because you have to figure in mortality and everything else that happens at the hatcheries. Um, I'm hoping that the Department of Fish and Wildlife has also remembered that with the abundance of salmon at these other hatcheries that we have, and we will be, James Stone will be talking about some salmon will be transferred to the Coleman hatchery. I hope they don't forget about the freshwater king salmon that they're planning and planting in the lakes all over the place. That they well, assured that us is. will be taking place and isn't based on extra fish from the salt any longer. They're supposed to have specific fish raised for that that go into our freshwater lakes don't forget that boys we count on you well the other thing don't forget is they because the stampede egg take was was low they came to tahoe and took a bunch of fish out of taylor creek which they don't plant tahoe anymore so i'm hoping there's some mitigation there at least for the ones they took so. Well, I think that might be why we hear crickets, because these agencies, while they don't work, haven't worked together in the past and apparently weren't working a week ago or a week and a half ago together either, right? you know, it, it just isn't working out. There's right a now. cloak of darkness amongst all of them, isn't there? Yes, yeah. there we, is. We just read, really is. Yeah. And it's, and it's just, let's just cover it up. Let's just let it go away naturally. You know, it isn't the end of the world. No. But it's you guys' responsibility to protect it, the natural resources of California. 
not to help right. other agencies wipe them out. As J.D. told me in a discussion that he and I had on the phone, if he had killed those fish, if he had dewatered them, he'd still be in cuffs and he'd be behind bars right now. Well, exactly. Yeah, one phone call. <laughs> yeah. And don't call me if you get called. For, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's just, God, so frustrating. And, and again, you know, like I said, the department has an opportunity here. They're, again, their approval rating is pretty low. Everybody's pretty disgruntled. So I think everybody's kind of looking to them to make us feel better about some of this stuff. And it's it's a PR issue for them. Well, and I, I don't understand why the director didn't come out and say something or at least have someone come out and uh, say something. Not even a press release on it. Not even, you know, how we're going to have corrective actions on this. Yeah. But I have contacted Jay Rowan. He will be joining us here in the studio. I don't know if he's going to be live in the studio, but he would be certainly on the show next week. He might be calling in. And we're going to discuss that and salmon and sturgeon and the new regs on sturgeon that are be coming up and a lot of other subjects. We're going to allocate quite a bit of time for him. And we don't roast them. When they, when they want to come in and they want to talk to us and share information, we want to listen to what they've got to say sure. too. Sure. Make sure when you talk to him, though, because one of the sort of the – the statements from some of these organizations that have been not really public, but sort of internal is that, Oh, it's not a big deal. There's plenty of other streams in Tahoe where they spawn the kokanee, which there are some streams, but Taylor Creek is 99% of it. Absolutely. And I, I walk a lot of those creeks since I live there and take the dogs out and all that. And, you know, you might have a couple hundred here, or, you know, a dozen there, but not, not enough to, to override. Well, I, I'm still suspect of the master plan of uh, let's keep the uh, bears out of here. Let's keep the people out of here and let's just dry that sucker up. And uh, then we don't have the kokanee returning and we don't have the kokanee festival and the millions of dollars we spend on the see-through glass windows on the stream. So people can see the spawning salmon come returning, blah, blah, blah. All the wonderful things that we contributed money to in the past. All out the window, right then and there. Because it... well, there's some uh, some conspiracy theories too about the whole cutthroat program that you know there's the Fish and Wildlife Service is planning Tahoe with cutthroat now to try to restore the lake back to its 1700 status. And uh, the sort of the ironic and kind of funny thing would be is if they the Forest Service was uh, told to dewater the kokanee by the Fish and Wildlife Service. There's some irony there because that creek was full of cutthroat this summer. <laughs> well, so. we don't know, and that's only our little speculations out there. Yeah, that's but, the tinfoil hat conspiracy right yeah, there. Yeah, and they don't want bears up there near that creek because they cause problems with the homeowners up at Fallen Leaf, and it goes on and on. <laughs> and, man, it's happened a couple of times lately. We Let's not bears up there. What's yeah? We don't want the bears. We want them. We want them in town so the tourists can see them. No, you got to be careful of JD. JD's got a visiting bear. Stops in every day up there. Yeah. Well, JD, I hope you have a great day on Pyramid. I hope our fisheries uh, start improving around here, and I hope that uh, people are. I don't want to use the word punished, but I hope they're held responsible for their errors, and that some kind of mitigation is done to put that yeah. put those fish back into the water not just yeah. a check written from one division to another division that disappears in the general account someplace how do you turn a dam off and not expect something bad to happen you know <laughs> that's part of my little aluminum hat that that's just my aluminum hat game right there partner yeah.
Yep. Captain J.D. Ritchie, get on to the cutthroat up at Pyramid Lake right now. Great opportunity. J.D., give him real quick the phone number. You got, uh, what is my phone number? 530-307-9817. That's right. 530-307-9817. Have a great day on the water. If you get some action before we get off the air, you let us know about it, please. Copy that. Thanks, guys. See All you, right. Quick break right now. When we come back for that, it's RVs and Destinations, and then we're hooking up with the wild man, Lenny LaPenta from Bucks Outboard, right after this. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman is now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Only one radio program captures the excitement of hunting and fishing as it happens. The award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Only California Sportsman takes you where the action is, live on the water, live in the blind, and live with the top pros and experts in outdoor sports. California Sportsman with Fishing Hall of Famer Sepp Hendrickson is your premier destination for all things outdoors. Sepp Saturday Morning Outdoors. Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Saturdays on Sacktown Sports 1140. 
California's largest sportsman's expo is back. January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. Buy the latest gear, meet the experts, learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for RVing and Destinations, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Good morning, everybody. I've got a great tip for you RVers, campers, and just guys that like to be in the outdoors. You know, with this big change to colder weather, well, it sure seems cold. It might not be freezing cold, but it's getting down there in temperatures. And as you move to foothills, it's going to be a little cooler. And up into the high Sierras, even cooler still. What are you going to do to stay warm? Well, of course, you take along plenty of clothing, extra socks, long underwear if you're going to be doing stuff outside, driving quads or doing whatever, playing yahoos in the field. That's all great and wonderful. But how do you stay warm inside? Once you get back to your motorhome or your camper, you don't want to be sitting around there in your jacket and all that heavy stuff. You want to get down to the basics, be comfortable, have a meal, and have some warmth inside. Well, warmth inside has taken some new steps lately. There's a lot of different ways to heat things up. Sure, every RV comes with a heater, battery-powered, so you don't have to be plugged into electricity and it'll burn propane. Well, until that battery wears out, it'll give you great heat and everything. Don't count on it for all night. Or if you've got hookups, you can get plugged in and have everything you want. All the comforts of home, your heating system, air conditioning, whatever you need is going to keep you nice and warm and comfortable inside. But what if you're boondocking? What if you're out there where there's no assistance? Well, I've got one of those Mr. Heaters that you screw in the propane bottles into to keep me warm. And guess what I've got underneath stored in the RV? Another one of those Mr. Heaters. That's right. In case one goes down, I've got a great backup. In case I don't have electricity, I've got propane backup. But you know what? For an old Boy Scout like me, it doesn't end there. Sure, I got propane. Yeah, I got my battery heating system in there. I got 110 heating system if I've got hookups. But I've gone one step further. I bought myself a Jackery 1500. It is nothing but a big old lithium battery that you haul around with you that has solar panels that unfold, that charges itself during the day while the sun's shining. Or you can plug it into a wall if you have power and fully charge it up. That will offer you power for many hours. You can plug any device into it, an electric heater even into it, and it will power it for many hours, even though a heater is a big draw. It's another backup system to make sure you stay warm during this colder weather. 
There's lots of fun stuff to do, whether you're fishing or hunting or just getting into the outdoors now that summer is out of the picture and things are cooler. Stay cool in the summer, but stay warm in the winter and get out, have a great time. This is Seth. Hit the field, hit the water, hit the campgrounds. Just get out there and enjoy the outdoors. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You might notice it was a little warmer today than it was yesterday. And it was cooler the day before that. We're heading into some cool weather here in the next few weeks, and if it drops down a little too low, you're going to regret it if you've got a boat sitting out front that isn't properly prepared or if it's just parked at the side of your house. There's things that need to be done to take care of them. Who do we go to? The wild man himself from Bucks Outboard. Joining us now live, Lenny LaPenta joins us. Good morning, Lenny. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, I'm a little uh, wet and rainy this morning, and I'll bet it's a little damp out your way, too. You know what's happening? Just handled it. It winterized. It's raining. That's exactly the perfect timing for this. But I'm more concerned about freezing and things that can happen if we get down into the super cold temperatures. What should they be doing out there? What should these guys be doing to protect their investment in their boats? Well, if you got the inboard, of course, we know we got the most important thing is drain those blocks. Uh, And with the rain right now, make sure if your boat's outside, jack it up. Pull the drain plug out. Make sure all water is running out of it. Check for moisture and anything, your wheel bearings, uh, lower unit oil, motor oil. Make sure there's no water anywhere in these uh, boats that could freeze and pop open a lower unit or a block. It's You can put little lights in there. There's a lot of little, thing, little, little things you could do to help keep from freeze hitting, low wattage light bulbs. But freezing is really nasty. It can, it's, it's a really big enemy of a boat. Yeah, I uh, had some freeze plugs go one time and one up at Eagle Lake, and that wasn't a pretty situation up there. And when everything's frozen, it doesn't like to come out when you need to replace them either. They just get kind of stuck in there. Freeze plugs are there to help protect your engine. They'll crack and let everything out so that you don't screw it up. But uh, if they don't crack and leak, you're in some real trouble out there. You don't want things freezing up in your lines and your pumps. You know, if you've got live well pump full of water, crackola, it's going to happen as soon as it freezes. Yeah, absolutely. you got to drain all that stuff. And and like Lenny said, you know, so, so many folks park their boat uh, in a driveway or on a side of I'm, a house, and it's nose down. And nose down means you're going to fill that darn thing up with water. It means you're going to bend the trailer eventually. Yeah, eventually. You know, the other thing about this is I, I see a neighbor down the way from our house, and he's got it already wrapped up in blue with every zip cord over it and everything. He's going to be growing mold in there. You could probably eat after three Absolutely. months. Absolutely. You know, you got to have it vented, don't you, Lenny? And you, or you got to have that warmth in there so there's an evaporation process going on. Yeah, the, the plastic from Home Depot is a cheap way to do it, but it's not the 
and the end result's not going to be pretty when you uncover it because you need boat covers aren't uh, they're not they're water repellent but they're not waterproof but they're breathable they let air in which keeps it from uh, becoming a greenhouse you know <laughs> you could grow your tomatoes in there in the winter time but it's not good it's not good it'll be mold everywhere we all know cleaning a boat seat is a pain in the butt yes it is there's uh, no fun to it at all that's just one of the aspects of it what else should they be doing let's not forget about using our stabilizer and our gasoline too because a lot of guys will put them away and not touch them until march or april yeah, that's the best thing to do is uh, there's so many of them out there. There's some good products out there. Stabil, Startron. Um, Startron's the one can, I've got. That's the one we sell. It's probably the it's probably the number one uh, number one fuel stabilizer out there. Anyway, but don't just park your boat and dump it in. Before you park your boat and shut it off for the winter, run it through it. You know, dump it in your tank and run it through the motor. Get it in the carbs. Get it in the fuel injection system. You know, the old days you could run your car, you know, run your boat out of gas with the carburetors. Nowadays you can't do that with the f- electronic fuel injection because you're going to burn up a five to a thousand dollar fuel, five hundred to thousand dollar fuel pump. You know, so run that stabilizer a good half hour, forty five minutes on your last trip out. If you're not running stabilizer year round, dump it. You can't. You can't over. You can't over dose them either. Just dump a bunch in there. And your last trip out running around. Just run it through the motor, get it all through everything, and it'll it'll help you. It'll save quite a bit of expenses when you go to uncover that thing this spring. Yeah, now when you're putting it away also, it's a good idea to go through your boat and make sure there's not a half a sandwich underneath something because it grows stuff real quick on stuff like that. But I've seen guys with stakes on the floor of their boat before that have been there for months. Hey, Lenny, real quick, is and remember the rumor, you know, it's better to store the boat with a full fuel tank to stop condensation uh, i think that's a whole you say tomato i say tomato thing yeah um a full tank is probably better than a half a tank yeah. um you know because there's room for moisture and ethanol attracts moisture like we know right i mean fill it up or some people think they got to just completely drain it um i think just the stabilizer is the best thing you could do uh even if you drain it you're not going to get all the fuel out of the system um Fold to the top, you're definitely going to want to put, you know, fuel starts losing octane after 30 days. So uh, put something like that starch on we were talking about. We sell it right here. That'll keep fuel uh, fresh and safe for uh, year-round. Hey, you've got a big, uh, you get that toy drive ready to go, a boat full of toys going down to the hospital again this year? Yeah, I think, what is this, 12th year or something we've been doing it. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, I call him a kid, but he's not a kid anymore. He's been working for us for half his life, like over 18 years now. He was a uh, patient at Shriners, and he always wanted to give back, and we started this toy drive some years ago, and it's really been a big success. Uh, COVID was a little slow, but last year uh, it took off again, and uh, we've been doing it every year, and we'll probably continue to do it as long as we can, as long as we have the support of our customers. So how it works is bring an unwrapped toy, um, up till probably a week before Christmas before we take them in. Uh, if you don't want to shop, you can bring money, gift cards. We'll shop for you. Uh, it's it's really fun to take that boat down there and pull up in front of Shriners and have them all come out and help us unload the toys. It's it's really a great event. And usually you got some TV crew down there filming the whole thing too, which really makes it even more exciting. Yeah, it's really great, especially the first year when we got to go on a, a Fox 40 sent us on a 
shopping spree. That was, and that just that just set the whole ball rolling, and uh, we've just kept running with it ever since. Well, Lenny, it's uh, that time of year. People have to be taking care of their product. They have to protect their boats. They have to protect their investment, and we rely on you every year. The other thing we have to do is make sure that in the spring, when they're ready to get out there, they get it in, get it checked out, get it tuned up, do whatever, at least go through all the steps before you take off on your first fishing trip. It might be a disappointing one. Pay attention to what Lenny has to say to you all winter long and in the spring, and you'll protect that investment. Thanks and, to our friends. And now that with this weather like this, uh, come down and see the all-new Yamaha 25-horse fuel-injected duck motor. They've already camouflaged it for you. It's pretty cool. We just got to come in. Excellent, excellent. Get on over to Bucks, folks. Check it all out, and Lenny will give you all the advice you need and a whole lot more. Lenny, thanks for joining us today. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Lenny LaPenta at Bucks Outboard. Having some fun. Lay it down. With decades of experience fishing Northern California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean, YouTube's Alan Fong Outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you. It's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in the West. Here's Alan Fong, the Rodfather. Good morning, Mr. Fong. Morning. How you guys doing? Yeah, if I got any better, I'd be you right now, my friend. Uh, you've been out playing a lot lately. Yeah, I'm always out there. Yeah, you, know, you, we, <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't just playing mild, dude. You were getting into everything that's available in the water. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I was down in the salt last weekend. Um, had a really good time, but it was a little rough out there. And my grandson, he was stickering a dog. <laughs> yeah, your grandson <laughs> must love going with you. That's the second time he's been talking to God on the big white phone out with you. Yeah. Well, he's three for three, three times out, three times sick, but he keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's, tough, he's he's enjoying himself, and he's he's part of Grandpa's trip now. He's one of the crew, I'm sure. Yeah, he always wants to go, but um, hey, my he, my dad always still, told me if you're gonna be stupid, you got to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> he's tough, that's for sure. He just he just doesn't want to quit. You know, he loves to get out there, but. He just gets dizzy, and he's only 11, so you only can give him so much medicine. You know, he's just taking light doses stuff. So when he gets older, I'll get him more. I told him, just keep going, because I used to get sick all the time, and it'll go away. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, after about after about three months of puking, it all goes away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, those the memories of being young and not knowing any better. Well, you've been out uh, yeah. catching crappie. You've been out catching just about anything that's got uh, mouth on it for our hook. But uh, the crab trip you made to Bodega last weekend looked pretty productive. We posted some of the photos, especially of Denise uh, holding up some monster crabs you guys got into. Yeah, big one. We, you know, it's half and half. Half good ones and half, you know, just just keepers. But it was fun. And, you know, I went down to Delta and had Warren and Denise with me and Warren is just one of them lucky guys, and we were out in Liberty in like two, three feet of water, and I just heard this big old splash, and I turn around, I see him, and he's just holding his pole, and the thing's just stripping out lines. And I go, oh, man, you got a big one. And then he, it ran about 30 yards and then just come off. I said, <laughs> man, you just hook. And then it, he goes, oh, my drag's kind of loose. And I'm going, oh, my God. He, You know, he, he's something else. And then we only caught four strippers that day, but they're slaughtering them now out there at uh, West Bank and Collinsville. There's a big school 
Um, friends of mine caught over 70 yesterday throwing fish traps. Yeah, I saw, some photos, I saw some photos. Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing out there just spanking them, I guess, live bait drifting out there. Some big, beautiful yeah, fish, too. There's a huge school, and they're all nice ones. They're anywhere from, like, 5 pounds to 15. Yeah. And a bunch of them. That's a huge school. So, you know, when the weather clears, it's time to get out there. All right, get over to the crappie, buddy. Did you pick out that same 50-foot tree again? Uh, the other day, after fishing about an hour for strappers, I, after we caught four, I said, forget it, let's go. And I actually went bass fishing because the tide wasn't rolling quite fast enough yet, so we went, caught a lot of bass. And then I went and, because, you know, when the water temperature gets in the 50s, it's time. So we go over there. I did a video last week where I showed because there's the trees were gone because of the high water so I turned on side imaging. I found this tree that was 50 feet long, and it was so many fish on it, and we just smacked them. And they're pretty good-sized fish. They're a lot bigger than my hand. Oh, I, the photo's probably posted. I gave them to our guy to post them on. It's up. Uh, they can take a look at California Sportsman Instagram and see the photos of the crappie, especially that one where you've got the hand next to it. It's twice the size of the hand in that photo. There's some big ones out yep. there. Folks, you might find that uh, Alan Fong's doing a lot of running around, shooting a lot of video. And that's right. He's got Alan Fong Outdoors. And uh, his website there on YouTube is not website, but his channel there on YouTube is absolutely great source of up-to-date information. And he's also got some great training and education for you along the way, especially when it gets down to the finesse of really catching fish. Don't miss the opportunities to check it all out. Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. Get a subscription for it so that we can kick him up over 10,000. Go check it out right now if you need to. You don't need to, you can listen to the radio and get on your computer and subscribe right now to Alan Fong Outdoors. It's free and it comes right to your desktop every couple of times every single week. Where are you heading next? Uh, probably going to go chase some stripers and, um, you know, they're starting to show up and, you know, they're not quite up north yet. They're still hanging around from Rio Vista out to Martinez. And, you know, if you know any flats out there, you need to get out there because they're just loaded right now. Sounds so, like a plan. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Get out there, folks. Stripers are active. You've got active stuff going on with the great crappie action out there. Stripers are turning on fire. you got a lot of delta opportunities, and I can tell you this, sturgeon fishing is strong going on out there right now, too. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. We will talk to you again very soon, and I want to talk to you uh, next time you're in the studio with us about this consulting thing you're going to be doing later on, too. It's a very neat little thing where you're going to be sharing information with lots of people. Yep, sure am. All right, Alan, thanks for hooking up with us today. Alan Fong with Alan Fong Outdoors. Make sure you get a subscription to his YouTube channel. You won't be disappointed. Take care, my friend. Quick break. When we come back, Scott Artis, the executive director of the Golden State Salmon Association, has got info you need to know about right after this. Are you looking for the biggest and best fishing opportunities for trout, kokanee, and landlocked king salmon? Look no further than Nate Kelsch of Big Nate's Guide Service. Specializing in trolling techniques with all the latest in electronics, Nate knows the best spots at Berryessa, Comanche, Pardee, New Maloney's, and more. Hi, I'm Captain Nate Kelsch of Big Nate's Guide Service, and I want to invite you to join me for some of Northern California's best trout, kokanee, and king salmon action, as well as other species. Come on out, jump on board, and let's go make some memories. Big Nate's 
Heights Guide Service, 916-860-9180. That's 916-860-9180. Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? All registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right slash muscle fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the muscle fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash muscle fee. Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained cell staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing. Marine for boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. California salmon are more than just a fish. They're a way of life. They're a vital part of our economy, our environment, and our culture. But they're in peril facing tough times. That's why the Golden State Salmon Association is working hard. We're a group of fishermen, environmentalists, businesses, and families who believe that salmon are essential for California's future. GSSA is working tirelessly to restore and protect this iconic species for generations to come. Visit GoldenStateSalmon.org to learn more. And joining us now from the Golden State Salmon Association is their executive director, Mr. Scott Artis, joins us live. Good morning, Scott. Hey, Steph. How's it going? Pretty good. You know, lots of things going on out there, whether it's salmon, sturgeon, all kinds of stuff going on. But you've got some info you want to share with our listeners. What do you got? That I do, yeah. So here's the deal. I mean, we get these rays of good news from places like the McCollumy where, you know, there's record-breaking returns taking place right now. You know, fish under counts just under 21,000 as of yesterday. And the staff are working hard. And when I was out there a week or so back, one million eggs were taken in a single day. And so these hatchery guys and gals are really putting in the hours to keep salmon in California's future. But overall, man, it's a, it's just a spaghetti western scenario happening right now in 2023. I mean, there's the good, there's the bad, and the ugly. And, well put. And I gave you an example of the good right there. Well, I'm glad that there's some good to go along with it because there's been a few uglies and bads, as you say. 
But this, there's a lot coming up with these state board meetings and everything else going on. What are your expectations of uh, potential season for Salmon? Yeah, that's a good question because that, that really just leads right into the bat. I mean, there's disastrous loss of salmon in the upper Sacramento Valley at this point. The, even just current estimates are showing about 100 fall-run Chinook salmon reds. And so spawning nests we really want to see that were normally created in the upper Sacramento River that would say number in the tens of thousands until recent years. And now we're only seeing 100 so far. Coleman Hatchery, you know, would normally harvest 15 million salmon eggs, but that returned to to spawn in Battle Creek. But we're seeing 5,000 return, just under 9 million eggs. And so there's all these emergency measures that are be putting in place right now, just even to help spring run. Uh, they're pulling them out of the creek, as you, as you probably heard, put, sending them to UC Davis to preserve that genetic heritage. And, and now, uh, yeah, with with uh, transfer of eggs that, you know, we're getting whispers from that is in the works to transfer I, from. I had a little whisper in my ear last night that 5 million eggs, 3 million from McCullamy and 2 million from the American River are being transferred to Coleman and trucked, trucked in the spring. So- that's correct. Yeah, it is. So that's that's the, the bad news, and I don't want to feel like the, the grim reaper here for delivering this ugliness, but when we see that... You know, it's just looking like another year of no fishing coming up. Oh, it's desperate. It's desperation is where we're yeah. at right now. Because I remember just a few short years ago, we were saying, oh, no, we just want the naturally spawning fish that occur. Let's get rid of these early fish on this run and get rid of the late fish on this run. So we've only got this midsection and a clearly defined run of fish. Boy, they're praying they hadn't thrown those away now. That's exactly it. I mean, we're yeah, you're exactly right, because now we're talking about, uh, you know, fish that are returning and next year that are coming from a drought year, according to, you know, and, and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service contacts are telling me they're not expecting that to be decent until 2025. And then with this outlook that we're having now, it's just 26 is, is just not looking great either. Well, um, you know, I, I don't want to. I brought up oh, a long time ago, I said, are these fish going to be able to find their way back to their home waters, to the waters where their eggs were hatched out? And, well, I don't know. Well, it says here 99% stray rate also is what we can expect. Yeah, and, and so we're really in this bad situation, and, and this is exactly what you just were talking about with the state water board. We, I, You know, I want people to be mad. It's the classic line, I'm as mad as hell and I don't want to take it anymore. That's what we need. We need people to just stand up, tell them that, that – this is just an unacceptable situation and we need your help and your voice everyone out there just jump on over to goldenstatesalmon.org and take action because once abundant salmon runs those runs that we all rely on in the upper sacramento basin have been wiped out by water policies and and we're fighting every day for that cold water for these salmon the salmon that they need and all these jobs and people depend on and so there's some state water board meetings up on december 20 or december 1st and december 11th right you can register. Find the link on our website. Go there, register, and then tell them. Give a comment. Tell them what's happening to your family, to you, your business, your employees. It's super important. Insiders are telling us that that they need to hear these stories. I don't think that the public is really aware of what's going on within the fishing industries out there. What could happen here, and what is happening here, is people are going to lose their livelihood. They're going to lose their boats. They're going to lose their homes. 
This is all adding up to be terribly tragic, and yet we still haven't heard anything about compensation due to the closure of the season for these people that are in the business. You know, this is all, as, as in my opinion, this is all because of mismanagement of these fish. They should have been watching this more carefully. They should have done a better job at it. it. It's just desperate times right now. It's like we're just running around doing everything we can to save salmon. And things that they wouldn't have approved five years ago, they're saying, yeah, let's do that. Let's transfer in these from one watershed to another. Boy, they were deaf on that just a few years ago. Yeah, if they had only listened to all of us screaming about this ahead of time, uh, we could have avoided this entirely and, and been on a good road. Instead, yeah, mismanagement during drought years and, and even in those wet years has led to this situation that we're facing now. Well, and- I'm glad that we've got the Golden State Salmon Association and you, Scott, as the executive director running the show down there because I know that you're working with the politicians, you're working with the guys, and you have to uh, – probably stay a little less emotional than those of us that get really ticked off and raise a little hell about it because I understand it. you're working in the same room with those guys trying to get across the messages. Those of us that get ticked off, like me, when I see these things or I hear crickets about problems, I just shake my head and wonder, what are they really trying to do? And I'm glad you guys are there. I'm glad you're fighting for it. I'm glad you're giving them options and opportunities and alternatives. We need more of that, and we need you on the show sharing more and more about this over the next few months, please. Will do, yeah. Like I said, everybody, just sign up for a register for a date December 1st or December 11th, and you, uh, you know, shout them down. Let them know what's happening to you. Go to the Golden State Salmon Association's website. You'll find out more, and you can let them know right then and there exactly how you feel. Scott, thanks for hooking up with us today. We will be talking to you again. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, thanks so much, Seth, for all the great work. You take care, my friend. Thank you. Golden State Salmon Association, a group working together. Fishermen, charter boat captains, river guides, and people from all walks of life who care. All with a single objective, to restore and maintain California salmon for their economic, recreational, commercial, cultural, and health values. GSSA's ongoing mission is to develop and implement policies and projects targeted to improve salmon survival rates for the benefit of all people, wildlife, and communities. With your help, populations can thrive in our rivers and ocean. Learn more about supporting GSSA at goldenstatesalmon.org. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. 
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season are coming up. When you go out to set up your decoys at your blind, take your dog with you and let them run around. Once your decoys are set on dry ground, do some bumper work for 8 to 10 minutes. This is a great opportunity to get your dog to run through the decoys to make retrieves. It's much easier to make corrections before you get water. If you have the opportunity, take your dog back out to the blind while water is starting to fill. Again, it's much easier to make any needed corrections before your area is completely flooded. Your dog will be way ahead of the game before opening day with just a few easy preseason drills. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I want to thank Jay Lopes for kicking out of my way. I ran a little long in the last hour. I asked Jay to step aside so I can get on to our next guest here. And, Jay, thank you so much for that. I'll take care of you, my friend. You know I will. Oh, by the way, you're doing seminars, Jay, at the International Sportsman's Expo. Just thought I'd let you know about that. So I'd like to do that. Give them something, you know, when you cancel them on the air. Let's get we're going right now. You want now. to cancel me? I'll go home. No, no. I'm, will you cover for me? And I, could, <laughs> I was going to say, cancel like to get, me, please. Catch a breakfast here as soon as I can right now. This guy is uh, our next guest coming up is James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association. He has had his hands full, and I know last week he had his hands very full with a very successful dinner with over 500 people in attendance. Joining us now is the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, Mr. James Stone. Good morning, James. Good morning, Steph and Kent. How are you guys today? Well, we're doing great. First, tell us about the great dinner. Oh, the dinner was fantastic. We want to thank all of our donors, sponsors, guides who donated. It was record-breaking for us. We uh, beat our all-time record at uh, gross sales, and uh, we are just ecstatic about all the support we have in the middle of a salmon season closure. We just can't thank everyone enough, and uh, it was fantastic. We gave away multiple lifetime licenses to the kids. We sent multiple veterans, law enforcement, fire officers on a free raffle to many different locations and we raised lots of money and that's what it was all about being part of a family and fighting for a common goal well what are you what are you fighting for this week as if the fight ever stops it doesn't it doesn't anymore it feels like we're always under attack uh it feels like hunting and fishing is is uh you know, having issues in all different types of anadromous fisheries. Any fishery that's related to water in the Delta is having issues right now. And so uh, this week was a lot of sturgeon, uh, working on sturgeon uh, management uh, for the 2025 season, even though the emergency regulations are in effect now. But uh, we're moving into the new regulations for sturgeon, working on salmon and the collapse of salmon and trying to transfer eggs from one hatchery to another to try to build back the run that is completely collapsed even in a closure we're having really poor returns and then also working on tahoe kokanee up there on uh, taylor creek 
Has that transfer of eggs already occurred, or is it about to occur? So it's about to occur. Um, I was in the meeting yesterday officially. It was a 30-minute meeting, um, and it was with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, all of Coleman staff and CDFW staff, and they have agreed officially yesterday to transfer 3 million eggs, green eggs, from McCallamy River Hatchery that's having a record return run right now, uh, mainly because there was no fishing, but also because of good management. And uh, they're going to send 2 million eggs from the American River Hatchery that are eyed up, that are already 21 days fertilized, and then they'll send those up. So a total of 5 million uh, to get up to Coleman. But there was the caveat, which really upset me, which was those fish had to be trucked. So that 5 million this spring is going to be required to be trucked from Coleman. And what we know is that trucking from some hatcheries is good, but trucking from Coleman has always been bad. It's a 99% stray rate. That means that these fish, these 5 million that they raise up there and transfer from McCollum and American will never return to the Sacramento River again. And some people are happy about that because it puts fish in the ocean, but it doesn't put fish back in the rivers. And we need the fish in the rivers to get the jack count so that we can get the abundance so that the model can even read that they're there so we can go fishing. Well, times are tough right now. There's no doubt about it. People are desperate. They're doing desperate things that they never thought they would have to do here. I'm sure you heard us talking earlier to uh, the Golden State Salmon Association's executive director where uh, they're very concerned about some of these areas. And I'm sure you have the meetings on the 10th and the on the 1st of December and the 10th on your calendar too. Yeah, the water board meetings are there. Uh, that's one aspect. Um but we also have the mitigation. You know, we have to start putting more pressure on our fisheries managers in the state and in the federal government because they're failing to mitigate for all these losses. Every time there is a dewatering for reds or if we have a die-off or there's thiamine crisis or if there's a disease outbreak, whatever the case, in the private sector, we pivot as business owners, and then we adjust and we adapt. It's And what we call in the scientific community, it's called adaptive management, which means that if you lose fish, you have to raise more fish and you have to mitigate for them. Unfortunately, our California government and federal government that works in California loves the status quo. They don't like change, and they don't like more jobs and more tasks. They just They're don't stuck. want any more action on water because if it ever was declared endangered, our king salmon would force the changing of the water allocations throughout this state. Yeah, and we're already going to have that, and which is for a bigger conversation. But the spring run currently, and the, or the winter run, is currently listed endangered. And for your listeners, there's two ways to list the fish, either threatened or endangered. The winter run is endangered, and like Sep just said, it's got specific flows, specific water temperatures associated with that ESA federal listing. The spring run is listed as threatened, and it doesn't have specific temperature thresholds or rulings, but that's coming. It's already going to be uplisted because of the last couple of years of really low returns, near extinction returns of the spring run in the Sacramento Valley. And so now they're saying it's going to be uplisted next spring, and now you're already going to have, like you said, water temperature flow regimes for the spring run salmon. God forbid if the fall run gets listed, then yes, it's full control over the water system, and it's going to affect everyone from 
diversion south of the Delta to agriculture, to uh, communities, to citizens, to cities. It's going to affect everyone. And what they'll do is, in order for us to fish, they're going to try to push us into a mark-selective fishery like Oregon and Washington to where they clip all of the hatchery fish. You're only allowed to catch and keep hatchery clipped fish, but you will never be able to keep a natural spawn fish that came from the gravel ever again is where Uh, I believe their narrative is. Well, James, obviously we have enough to talk for several days on this. We'll have you back again to share more information. I just hope that we start hearing from the department about what they're doing, and I hope we have at least some uh, responsibilities for those that have impacted the fisheries, whether they're smaller fisheries like Taylor Creek or some of the other areas that I know you're heavily involved in, too. Folks, this is a dead serious situation right now. We need you guys, you anglers, you citizens of the state of California to stand up and fight for the resources of this state because uh, it didn't get this way because of proper management. That's a fact. James, I want to thank you for joining us today. We will talk again very soon, probably next week, and you and I need to talk this week right away. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Just everyone out there, get involved. If you don't now, uh, your kids and grandkids aren't going to have the opportunity. So we've got to be involved, like Sepp said. Thank you, guys. Send them to the website. Yeah, if you guys want to join or get involved with us, go to ncgasa.org, or you can follow us on all of our social channels, and it'll bring you up to speed, get you educated on a lot of the topics. We're involved in every anadromous committee that is out there for the state of California right now. And uh, we appreciate all your support and uh, California Sportsman Radio Show. Thank you. Take care, my friend. We will talk again very soon. That's just the way it works. Kent, it's about Gun Owners of California time, isn't it? It is. And, and you know, I our, didn't win again. You didn't. But our friends at Gun Owners of California want you to know this week, Sep, there's nothing about legislation, courts, or elections. They just want uh, all of their family and friends and supporters to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Reflect. Be grateful. Enjoy your blessings. Uh, they said there's plenty of time to fight later, so. And I guess you can do enough fighting during Thanksgiving. Yeah. With the family. There'll be plenty of that. Absolutely. Winner number 46, 2023, Gunners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle, ticket 1156. It's not SEP, it's Kendra Williams of uh, William, Kendra, Will, Kendra Williams, California. Good job, Sammy. Hey, Kendra Good. from Williams. You're the lucky Maybe winner. it's Kendra from Williams. Congratulations. She's got a Weatherby Element semi-auto shotgun at 12 gauge. The staff at gun owners will be giving you a call, sending you down to Shooter's Pro Shop or Guns Fish and other stuff in Vacaville to get all your proper paperwork taken care of. Support Gun Owners of California in their 48th year of fighting for your gun rights. Ready for a hookup? Then it's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard one of the nicest and fastest charter boats around. The Real Magic, owned and operated by Captains Jeff and Kimberly Berger. Their fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide and extremely stable and is powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the real magic will get you on the fish action fast and then back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss the opportunity to fish with the best. Call the real magic today and book your trip. 707-875-BOAT. They'll get you into the fish and plenty of crab too. 707-875-BOAT. 707-875-BOAT. 
Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman's now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lawrence offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 Sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance. It's the perfect locator for you. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week, after I push the right button, Mr. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Sap. So you're leaving us again, going on another trip, huh? Well, you know, what What can I say? Uh, the fish are out there biting, although, although it's hard to imagine right now in the San Diego area, there's a little bit of... I'm making up a word here, bluefin fatigue. It seems it seems hard to imagine that people can get tired of catching fish that are anywhere from 30 to 200 pounds. Um, and now, granted, you may have to fish in the in the in the middle of the night in the dark, and it's a little bit cooler even down here in the middle of the night. But there's also been some some decent catches made during the daytime. And uh, you know what? It's good fishing, and and when I when I get on hold and I and I hear some of the reports of some of the legal changes and issues with water and species you can't fish for anymore, and there's fishing that's this good, and the boats are having trouble getting out. Now they're they're still going out on weekends, but there are situations where during the week. There aren't any boats out fishing for the bluefin, and and with a highly migratory species, that kind of complicates things because they can move 
you know, overnight in one day. And where they were yesterday or where they were last Saturday isn't necessarily where they're going to be next Saturday. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely the fish are out there. Also, even in Southern California, weather issues can keep the boats at the dock. And obviously in Northern California, as we talked earlier last week, there's still plenty of bluefin tuna in Northern California water in the month of November and even a few in December. But Mr. Weatherman says, oh, you thought you were going fishing? No, you're not. <laughs> Huber, <laughs> Huber was telling us just a couple of miles out of uh, Brookings. No, excuse me, out of Crescent City, they were jumping outside the harbor. So uh, there's a lot of tu- yeah, there's there. a lot of tuna in Northern California, and they may be a little bit larger than those bluefin down your neck of the woods right now. Yeah, right now they are. The big ones are definitely up in the north. Um, you know exactly where they're going to go uh, once once they flip back around. They may decide if they, if they're really big, and you've got you've definitely got some of those big ones up there. They may just decide to make a left turn at the Oregon border. And go all the way back to the Sea of Japan to make baby bluefin. Well, I hope uh, they do because it's turned into quite a, a active fishery up here. There's a lot of guys going out. And there's a lot of guys that shouldn't be going out in the boats with the equipment they're going out in. And I think they're learning rather quickly that they need to upgrade tackle, upgrade line, upgrade swivels. Anything else that you have in line, if you're going to go out, do it right, folks. Don't go out, put in all the effort and the expense, and they find out you got spanked and spooled at the same time. It's in, it's so popular up here right now, I am shocked. Fisherman's Warehouse stores got to be having a hard time keeping the lures in stock because people are going in buying four, five, six at a time now. Apparently, some of them get lost. I guess that could be quite a heart attack when you lose a $40, $50 lure. 50 How much are they? Well, they start, you know, the, the the ones that are popular, the Mad Mac types in the in the bigger sizes, just for the lure is about sixty bucks. Then, uh, the uh, you know, when you're talking about fish of this of this caliber, you've got to change the hooks. Most people change the back hook to either a you know a big BKK or a big uh, owner if you can find them. The big the big owner SC76s are definitely one of the great choices. They're hard to find because is that they're a, super popular. Is that a single, like, or, is that a single or a, a treble? They're big treble hooks, but they're like 10 bucks a piece, 10 bucks a hook. So Tuna, you're talking to a kokanee guy. You know, the most they ever spent was three ninety nine, and that was if it was painted like a frog. <laughs> and, and he put a piece of corn on it. And he put corn on it. Corn on the back would, <clears throat> yeah. help, would help the Mad Max. With the corn, you got it up to 4 bucks. I'll bet you could catch it. I bet you could catch one of Steve's bluefin tuna with a piece of white corn on your hook. Whatever. If it was attached to a Mad Max. <laughs> well, Steve, obviously um, things are going. It, 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 it's amazing that given the, you know the other issues that I and I totally totally feel for the salmon anglers and the sturgeon anglers. Uh, it, it, it's heartbreaking, really, what's going on, and and I commend the work that's being done on it. But the bluefin tuna fishery, again, those bluefin have, have been out there for years and years and years. What we have now is. For a variety of reasons, the ability to catch them, big asterisk, on the days that the weather lets you do it. Well, you're going to be doing it on the 2nd to the 10th of December on the Shogun. I know you're going to have a blast. We'll have to have Mr. Pringle checking in live in the blind while you're out enjoying yourself. But I hope your trip is excellent, and I hope you get all the species you need, and I hope you'll stop by and see Kent at the ISC show. 
Uh, <laughs> I, if I can find him, I know there's always a crowd of fawning admirers around him. <laughs> if oh, you can find me. You won't have to find him. He'll find you. Don't even oh, okay. consider yourself. Yeah, this absolutely. is Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Thank you, Steve. We always appreciate you. Hey, Carson, I'll pay for your gas to the ISC show. <laughs> as long as I've got a freezer full of, of uh, bluefin. I've met you on the side of the road before, my friend. I know. I, I'm still surprised we didn't get arrested. I know. It looked like we were doing a dope Drug deal. deal. <laughs> it was all vacuum packed, Sip. Of course. All in little white packages, too, no doubt. Steve, thanks much, partner. We got to run. You take care. Thanks, Ep. All right. You know, I started off on a whole new path when you started that. I could tell them a story about a pig hunt I went on. Oh, my goodness. We'll do that some other time because we've got a good friend sitting on hold right now. And i got to bring up this little thing right here. I've been carrying this with me for about four months. And it says, 2024 ISE Tour, the International Sportsman's Expo, Colorado, January 11th through 14th, Sacramento, the 18th to the 21st, Salt Lake City, March 21st to 24th. Joining us right now is the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo, our good friend, Mr. John Kirk. Good morning, John. Hey, guys. Great to be back. Good to hear your voices. Well, it's nice to have you back on here and telling everybody what's going. You guys have turned the lights on, man. You guys are going to do a lot of spectacular new things at the show, including stepping up every one of the theaters you got. California Sportsman's Theater, your Adventure Theater, Hunting Theater. You got the kayak thing going on out there. You got the dog events going on. You're expanding and have picked out some great seminar speakers. Thanks, Seth. I mean, I, I think, you know, after COVID, uh, it, it took time to recover, and we're still recovering, as, as most shows are. But, you uh, you know, the folks who, who um, have been to the show want to see it grow back and want to see it as big as possible, and that often means new things. And thanks to your help, uh, one, helping to find some great new people, and two, helping to get the word out, um, we, we think a lot of the people who may have held off because the, you know, it wasn't what they wanted are going to come back. And, and that's the same with our exhibitors. Um, every, every week we get more exhibitors coming to the show and, uh, sometimes it, it's slower in the, in the summer when everybody's out doing stuff. And then the fall, it's like, Oh, everybody wants to exhibit. And I mean, the show's going to be sold out this year, uh, the pavilion with all the, the fishing and boats and such is, is virtually sold out now. I think we have a couple 10 by 10s. We have more boat dealers. We have more factories. All of the retailers that we've had are back. Um, and, you know, I think also uh, in the theaters, you know, we've we've worked to, to um, offer more gear and prizes to people who come. Uh, we want to thank them for taking the time to come to the show. We want them to go away with some cool stuff and, uh, you know, your your seminar speakers at the California Sportsman's Theater almost always give away stuff, uh, valuable stuff. And this year, uh, thanks to a couple of factories, we're going to be able to do even more. So, you know, uh, more, more, more. I guess everybody always wants more, more, more and new, new, new. And that's what we're giving them. Well, we want to sh- we want to show them what they should be using and maybe put it into their hands, too, so they can get out there and make it easier to get out and get involved in the great outdoor activities that Northern California has. But you guys bring on the lights and you guys uh, turn it all up and you get us all excited about everything. After a couple of months of rainy weather like we're having today, we're all anxious to get out to a sports show. But, John, even more so, look what you're doing in the 
what are you calling it? This the hunting theater or the adventure theater this year? The adventure theater. You is guys all have hunting, yeah. taken off on this. Tell them some of the people that are going to be coming doing seminars. Sure. Um, well, we've got uh, um, our usual group of experts to do pig hunting and turkey hunting and deer and ducks and geese. But we're working with uh, CD- CWA, California Waterfowl Association, is going to be coming. And they're going to do, um, they've launched this year some outstanding short-form videos and on uh, techniques. And they're going to come and do a couple of the best ones uh, and then talk about them, too, to give people the inside tips on that. And then we're working uh, for the first time with the California Rifle and Pistol Association. They're going to bring one of their top trainers in there and talk a little bit about safety and awareness, um, which is important for, for you know women and for, for families and, and for everybody, actually, in today's time. It's good to know what's going on around you, and there are ways to do that that are more efficient and safer. And I advise everybody to maybe take a, take a stop at that. And then uh, I'm really proud to bring uh, a new thing, thanks to uh, another associate of yours, a guy named Gary Pilkington, who's just a, a wonderful shooter um, and, a, and a good guy and, and helps run your theater. Um, a fellow named Henning Matthew, who is a videographer and also an outstanding competitive shooter. And we're going to do some seminars on shotgunning, um, not, not hunting related, but using a shotgun to have fun and to stay in shape off season and to try some different stuff and combine with that. Thanks again to a bunch of partners. We're going to be able to give away a bunch of gear during those seminars, including a shotgun. And then also uh, thanks to quail point hunt club, another one of your, uh, your good friends and sponsors. Uh, we're going to have an event after the show. So people can one learn about something new from an expert two maybe win some gear to do it. And three, get out soon after the show to a professional facility with outstanding um, uh, amenities and actually try it and win more stuff. So it's kind of from the get-go to the end, we want them to, uh, you know, want want them to expand their horizons and and as hunting and and, uh, comes under more fire from the state of California, you know, we want them to be able to have access to more activities um, using guns and such, if possible. Well, folks, you know how the International Sportsman's Expo works. Is uh, We're leading up to this. We're going to have John or a representative from the International Sportsman's Expo every week leading up to the show with five-minute segments talking about all the different things that are going to be going on in the show. I guarantee you this year they are laying it out for you. They have really made a commitment to add new features to it, to bring in these extra speakers. In fact, we've even upgraded the California Sportsman's Theater. This year, I believe it is, we have eight new seminars. Five more chairs. (laughs) Five more chairs will have to be added. And we've got four new seminar speakers this year. It was time to shake up our schedule and to start getting new topics in there. Some of the new topics are going to be things like... uh, how about Shasta? We have never had anybody doing Shasta up there. One of the premier fisheries of the state. And now we've got uh, John Goodwin who's going to be, Jeff Goodwin is going to be taking care of that for us. He'll cover those subjects. We've also got Corey Keller doing Pyramid Lake. Corey I, and I have fished together for years back at Flaming Gorge. Extremely knowledgeable. He's with Hendricks Bait and Tackle Company. He's going to be adding some new stuff. Ricky Acosta talking Delta stripers and hookups from Feeding Frenzy is going to be added along with it. And then Alan Fong and Tom White from Lawrence Electronics are going to be doing the basics 
facing forward sonar. It's a real game changer for fishermen out there, and we want them to know what kind of features it has and what it can do. If you want to find out all the real finesse to everything on it over at the Ultimate Bass Demonstration Tank, Kent's going to have some of the big-name bass guys talking about it. We do. We'll have Bassmaster Classic qualifier Bryant Smith. That's uh, nobody to gonna, shake a stick and He's at. one of the best forward-facing sonar anglers in the country today. Sep. That's who's and, teaching you. Yes, he is teaching me. He adjusted my forward-facing sonar last Sunday at Folsom, as a matter of fact. But I hope yes, he can we'll, set me up for trout real <laughs> quick. Yeah, he will, but we're going to have Bryant. And uh, and uh, just just added to the list, Sep, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up uh, U.S. Open champ Kyle Grover. I uh, heard about I'm not right. so sure Kyle's ever been on a demo tank more than once so we'll see Bring how out that the parachute works. always fun but uh you know one of the hottest fishermen in the west right now he and, just uh, won an event and came in second he won in the u.s open one. finished third of the arizona open last week so i mean he is absolutely one of the hottest anglers in the west right now and and a great young fisherman so uh, it'll be fun to have kyle there and uh you know the usual list of uh, of guys as well luke johns will be hanging out with us uh, for sure on the demo tank. We'll be hanging out with him. Double G's coming down. Uh, we're going to get Greg back for a few days, and uh, we've got a great lineup. More importantly, Sep, you know, this year we had a shortage of boats in, in the, the COVID time frame. Now we're going to see more boats from all of our dealers there. Obviously, I've gone fishing, and, 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 you know, Mark Blanton and the crew are going to be bringing a great display down. But now the boat uh, companies are also throwing out some incentives uh, and they're throwing out some uh, some show specials. Uh, there will be some financing deals coming there, through, too. There might be, and there's going to be some great deals on uh, some 2023 leftover boats, I think, and uh, and also uh, you know guys like Gone Fish and Marine that don't have a lot of carryover. They're going to have all the brand-new 2024 models on. Display. And there's a lot more to the shows than what we've talked about. We are scratching the surface on it, but over the next few weeks, we're going to get in-depth. You're going you're gonna to think you were already at the show when it's ready to open because we're going to have it all lined up. <laughs> Out for you you're going to know where to go when to be there and what seminars you want to hit ahead of the game but don't forget there's also hundreds of booths out there with gift items trips destinations all over the world including africa this year there's a lot of different stuff that you can check out gift items guided trips and there's knickknacks all kinds of other stuff i'm going to buy one of the american flags rods, this year for rods sure. reels um everything you ever wanted the full display clothing Lawrence will be there showing off everything. You can bet all the majors will be in the major row. Scotty will be there with all their goodies. It's all going to be taking place. It's all going to be out there, and you're going to be able to party with your friends at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th to 21st, right here at Cal Expo. John, thanks for hooking up with us today. We will talk to you again next week and inform our listeners about more of the exciting things coming to the ISC. Can't wait to go myself after hearing all this. Thank you, guys. Yeah, well, you and I will go there several times in a row, my friend. <laughs> we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining us today on California Sportsman. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's time for Get a Clue. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, 
you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, it's the middle of November, and the year is almost over. And now it's time to start thinking of mm, taxes. Time to evaluate deductions and donations, and a reminder, nonprofit conservation groups fit right into this category. If you fish or hunt, there's definitely a group for you, and most of them qualify for payroll deductions. However, now if you hike, camp, bird watch, or kayak, it's the outdoors community that supports your opportunity to do it. You don't buy licenses, so maybe you can help somehow. None of this is a free ride, so the best way to pay your way? Donate to a cause. Fundraising dinners are another way to raise money, so attend when you can. Find a group that you feel does good and donate. Get a clue. Think about it and help out. Hey, take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. California's largest sportsman's expo is back. January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. (laughs) Buy the latest gear. Meet the experts. Learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? All registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the Muscle Fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash Muscle Fee. Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. 
Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass are now live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. Listen to the show whenever or wherever you want on iTunes or any platform you get your podcasts. Ultimate Bass at 5 a.m. and California Sportsman from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All a part of Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. Saturday mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and on iTunes. Now there's there's no no reason reason to miss a single show. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I'm not wasting a moment of time. I got this guy, hopefully, live on Eagle Lake. Let's go live right now to North State Guide Service, Captain Robert Muller, and check in on the action at Eagle Lake, or at least what it's been like this week. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Seth. Live at home or live on the water? Live on the water. You're crazy. That's actually pretty nice. There's no rain and it's about 40 degrees. Well, I t- was talking to a guy on Pyramid earlier today. I don't know if you've seen the Doppler coming your way, but hang on, partner. <laughs> yeah, it don't look good to the southwest. It's coming your way because that's where the wind's coming from on Eagle Lake. It's coming from the southwest. You're starting to get a couple rollers down there. Doppler know- lies, Sep. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> That'll make the fish bite. Yeah, it will. And just the storm coming in usually makes the Eagle Lake fish get on a kick of feeding for a while, too. What is your experience? are killing them right now. Are they really? Any I'm big size like those 5.4s and 5.14s we saw a couple of weeks ago? Uh, every one of them I've been seeing, they're all four and five pounders. Oh, why did I sell my house up there? I got to get back up there and get on that water again. This is the perfect time of year to be fishing it, isn't it? Yep. If you like the cold, anyways. Well, you got to deal with the cold, but uh, what's your technique going to be on the water today? Uh, we're dragging flies today. It's been pretty slow for us, but uh, it'll it's going to pick up. The guys in the bank are killing them. We can't get in close right now. There's so many people in the grass, but as soon as that wind kicks up, we'll start killing them. What stretch are you working right now? Um, I started off at the marina right there, and the guys on the bank at Pikes Point, they're killing them, and we're just working our way around Eagles Us right now. We're trying to actually find some clean water. The grass is terrible. Yeah, well, that happens. That dang north wind's got to blow and get it all rolled down there and fill in down at Merrill and get it out of your way. Yep, but no, the fish are nice. Uh, these guys that are fishing with me today have been fishing off the bank, and they said they caught fish all the way up to six pounds yesterday. So, A lot of quantity, or is it mostly quality? Right now, it's quality. As much as I hate to say it, you know, this time of year should be 30, 40, 50 fish days, and right now it's 12 to 20 fish, but they're all over four pounds. Yeah, we're all complaining about 12 fish, four pounds or bigger. You know, Eagle Lake, folks, is trophy rainbow trout country. You can pretty well be assured of a three-pounder up there just as a typical fish, but uh, many people haven't caught one over two or three pounds. And that's what Eagle Lake is all about. And we know there's fish in there, the seven, eight. I know there was a 10 and a quarter caught many, many years ago in the lake. I had a seven, six. Maryland's had a six, 12. There's big fish there. All it is is time on the water. What's your favorite technique? I know you're trolling the flies. Are you keeping them on the surface? You're going down a little bit too. Uh, we're using a J-Fair set, so we're going down, you know, four to eight feet. Um, to be honest with you, if I was just coming up here to fish right now and I knew how to fish with a fly rod, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be fishing with nymphs up tight to the bank. Yeah. That'd... But if you're in a boat, the flies, guys are trolling Rapala's catching them. 
But the flies in Rapala seem to be the best. That double fly thing working, the two little dinky flies, and nymph on the bottom to hold it down a little bit? You know, the fishing's been so good, the guys are just running the one bead head, just one bead head, that's it. They don't even have to try the two different depths at the same time. Folks, nope. Eagle Lake is a great destination. It doesn't close at the end of the year like it used to. It doesn't close until, uh, what, end of March or first part of March? Um, Last, it, the the first of March it closes, so yeah. you've got the whole month of February. Cold water up there. If it's not frozen and white, there's going to be active feeding fish underneath there. So, folks, you need to get up there and get your opportunity on right away. Robert, give them all the hookup information for North State Guide Service. They can find out more and get up there and share some time on the water with you. Uh, phone number is 530-260-7516, and they can get me on Facebook at North State Guide Service. Robert, have a great day on the water up there, and I hope you catch them trolling so you don't have to go in there and stand on the shoreline. That would be a drag, wouldn't it? Yep. <laughs> All right, Seth, take it easy. You have a good time, my friend. Take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Hey, you know, it's a rainy day. You might not want to go fishing, but you might want to find more fish. I heard you talk about four. You might want to so get hard. over to our friends at Gone Fishing Absolutely, Marine. Absolutely, Seth. They've got a big sale going on. Uh, in, in Mark's running it all the way, kind of an early Black Friday sale but on all electronics in the in the store. Anything with a plug on he it. He said if it's got a power cord, it's on sale. So uh, that part's kind of cool. And I know they're doing uh, they're doing a lot of Lawrence products. He's got some of the uh, uh, the leftover um, HDS Lives. So uh, those mm. units are going to be at a, at a severe discount at Gone Fish and Marine. And all uh, all weekend, they can uh, set you up. And, and uh, a pretty good discount. Black Friday, they've got, uh, um, you know, just for example, you were talking about needing a live uh, with a three-in-one transducer for fifteen ninety-nine, you know, a, a live live, live for fifteen ninety-nine, a live nine, Sep, and uh, and you can pick up an HDS Live Twelve that's, that's with a three-in-one transducer for twenty-three hundred ninety-nine dollars. Those are half-price deals. Absolutely. So all in-stock electronics are ten percent off, uh, except you know those live units. Obviously, he has a big sale on uh, all water sports. And how cool is this? When you stop by there and buy me a gift card, yeah, you can buy me a gift card for a hundred dollars, and you're only going to pay eighty for it. Oh, Merry Christmas, Mister Brown. Yeah. So when you swing in there and get me a gift card at Gone Fishing, you got it. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Well, with duck season a little over two weeks in, most of the resident ducks are either shot up or have figured it out and left the country. So now we're all kicking back and waiting until late November, early December for all the ducks from up north to come down and we get a good duck season going. You can always take this time while you were waiting in between the, the two flights is to take your get your blinds spruced up, fix up the blind grass on it, get some more shells, fix up your decoys, uh, buy more decoys if you need them in the spread. And also, you know, just if you want, call your early Christmas present to yourself, get you that new shotgun you were looking for. But we're that we're that far in and we're moving forward. Also got uh, bluefin are still out there and they're going fairly well. We seem to be selling a lot of bluefin tuna gear these days and people are going out and I'm hearing all kinds of them being caught. So that's going to be a great fishery if it continues to go like it has been. We do have everything you need here from electric reels on down. So come on by and check that out. And everybody heard about all the news on the sturgeon that they 
lowered the slot limit. There's only two per boat and all that, but you can still catch and release. Well, we have uh, sturgeon rigs on sale here at the store, and we have bass rigs on sale here at the store as well. So we got a little bit of everything. Plus, don't forget, Black Friday is coming up, and we will have a big special on Black Friday and that I'm working on now. So be prepared for that as we get closer to it. Uh, as for that, I am off next week on my way to Colorado to go hunting for a week. And I'll try and get in touch. If not, I'll talk to you when I get back. You guys have a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you in the store. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. We're back, and I've got our next guest sitting on hold right now. The editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now with some Northern California angling opportunities, maybe even a hunting one or two along the way, too. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. You know, uh, we had the rain come in today, but let's see. Uh, we've got a couple of youth opportunities today. we got the fishing in the city at Hagen Park in Rancho Cordova, and then also the annual trout bout that occurs at uh, – Oak Grove Regional Park and just north of Stockton. So hopefully they'll, the rain won't hold people back. I know that it stopped here in the Bay Area, so maybe in an hour or so things will clear up in the valley. So those are great places. You know, we can pre- we can prepare these kids to become bass just the minute they go out in the rain, don't you think, Ken? Oh, they'd be bulletproof you before long. got to make them tougher than normal, that's all. Exactly. Hey, speaking of bass, um, a lot of planting going on in the low elevation lakes, and I'm sure that's going to make the bass happy because they planted the type of fish that bass like to eat. Well, Here it, we are. It sure all makes the, the swim bait manufacturers happy. You know, the all those guys that paint those perfect replicas of a trout or a kokanee or any of those things, they're, uh, they're awful happy because guys are out there spending money. Exactly. we got double planted New Maloney's planted on Pedro the last couple of weeks. Uh, even places like Eastman, Hensley, and Kauai are getting success or getting planted. So, you know, those are definitely going to make bass happy. But one place the bass aren't very happy is Lake Amador, where they're putting in some huge trout. But I don't even think a bass can eat an 11-pounder. But they've had a number of double digits coming out of there. And that's the place to go if you want to catch a trophy from the bank in Northern California is uh, Lake Amador. There are some huge fish that they put in there from their own hatchery. Can a bass eat an eleven pounder, Trent? Uh, Kent? No, no, probably not. That's a little. That's a um, little much. Not any of the bass that Kent's ever caught. <clears throat> well, you know, but I mean, uh, they really, they really prefer those, you know, thirteen inch kokanee. I think they probably oh, like sure the three inch kokanee yeah, too. Exactly right. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty good at that whole part. They like the little king salmon too. I think because yep. a couple times they planted them in Orville and. Wholesome where that plant didn't quite make it through the spotted bass. Any yeah. anything that's slimy, they'll definitely eat it. That's exactly. a good part. So things that, you know, another good thing that's happening, and I'm really glad you covered Eagle Lake. I know they had a few issues with the dock, but apparently they have the dock back in, a little bit of the dock in. So that's a that's a good sign. But I'm glad you covered that. It's another one of those interagency things where the Forest Service runs this and uh, it's it's crazy. They have issues with it. Sometimes it has to be moved in, moved out. 
then they want to take it out of the water completely. And I'm thinking, it isn't frozen. Why are you taking it out? They've got dates on calendars they try to meet up there instead of following Mother Nature's calendar. Exactly. And, and Mother Nature's been good with a little bit of rain here. You know, Donner kicked out this week. Uh, John Rainsberger got a 12-pounder, caught release yesterday, 12-pound Mackinac. It's been kind of slow for the last few weeks, but now we got some weather and things are looking good there. There's just a lot of places to go. Tahoe continues to kick out numbers of Mackinac. It's been very, very good. So things are looking good. 3,000 pounds again in Comanche this week. Uh, that's a total of 9,000 pounds that they planted over there over the last couple of weeks. You and I could catch a fish there. I might be able to catch a fish only if the net was out and we had the fish surrounded in there. Then, <laughs> then I might have a good chance. You know, it's just like the little kids' derbies. I like that. Or maybe even in the little the pond, you know, where they have the, 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 uh, the container. That might help, too, for me. Well, Dave, there's so many opportunities out there. Duck season's open right now, too. You know Randy Pringle's down there blasting them out of the sky on a day like today. These are the kind of days that our duck hunters have been praying for. We've got a little wind blowing, a little rain ugliness out there. I'm surprised Mr. Brown is still here in the studio. Some duck hunters are just praying they hurry up and get this rice out and get these fields ah, ready. Details. You know? So, yeah, some details. So. I just noticed the causeway's pretty flooded now. It is. It's, yeah, they, they harvest it. One of the first places they harvest is the causeway. Now they got it going right now. I guess that's decomp time out there now. That is decomp. That is exactly what that is. You can't burn it. Got to flood it. Well, that's the way it goes. Dave, where are you going fishing or where are you dreaming of going fishing with all the work you've got ahead of you for the next couple of months? Uh, Do you have time to get out and hide? I'm going to try. This is, to me, this is prime time striper fishing on the Delta. It is. This week, Thanksgiving is the time to be out there. Even though the fish have been coming up a little late, I think they're here now. I've caught my two largest stripers, which I would never keep anymore now, but sitting out there with Jay Sorensen and Horseshoe Bend the day before Thanksgiving. So I'll never forget that. And uh, that's a really good time to be out there soaking some shad or trolling if the, if the tides are right. So, hey, Dave, isn't you know, this month the kind of the key month for the uh, giant sea bass coming into? November's usually one of those periods where it's really active. You know, three years ago, early November, we went out and just, it was unbelievable. I had a great trip with Ron Koyosako. But this year, the the fish are there, but they've been very unwilling to bite. You know, it's kind of funny how that situation goes. I really love to see us have a hatchery up here in Northern California like they do in Southern California because that is an amazing fishery. They fight hard. They fight as hard as anything, and they taste delicious. I understand. They're great table fare. I've never had them. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness, they are just unbelievable. But it's just a matter of when those fish, they call them ghosts for a reason. You know, they come in and out. And, they, show uh, when up they, when they, they show up when they feel like it. You know, we'll see if they do. But some of these guys have kept, like Ron has kept a couple pans of live bait. And because the live bait receiver is now closed in uh, San Francisco, so uh, you need the live bait to get them. It's interesting. They'll eat anchovies in the bay. Everywhere else, it seems like squid is the place to get them. But uh, I, well, I we need to get that. we need to get Captain Ron on the radio here in the next few weeks to talk about that a little bit because it's a heck of a fishery. The guys need to sample for sure. Dave, I want to thank you. We got to bail out of here, but folks, make sure you check out Western Outdoor News. Get yourself a subscription or a prescription, as I like to say it. And Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Thank Good you day. very much. I hope all of you have an absolutely great Thanksgiving too. 
your get your family together and there's nothing like the holidays to get your fill of food and family all at the same time we'll see you next week tight lines everybody We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. 